Hi, am I on the air? Yep. Fuck. Thanks. Do I have everybody's attention now? Do I have everybody's attention now? Don, I got you. Don, Do I have everybody's Sunday attention night. now? You put them cameras on me, then you must be willing To get that heart touched, this a must-see feeling The news ain't good, then it must be villain So I say it's that grounded, I don't trust these feelings Spread across your nose, and I'm on your air Highest next on the cloud, am I in the air? Sunday night's round time, I flex my bed of Ultron Transform to DX Don, Mega and Unseen You probably think I'm nice, cause I slow like a stream To your wireless device, and the smoke full of steam on any given night, I'll show up like a piece of any given slice. Uh, and for the latest and what is best about I, tune in and tune the rest out, Don. You gotta tell them, am I in the clear? Is this thing gone? Am I on the air? On the air. What is going down everybody? Welcome back to another brand new edition of Am I on the Air? I am your host Don Mega and I welcome you to the show. It is Sunday, November the 18th and we're broadcasting live here from the Red Dragons Radio Studios here in Tucson, Arizona. It's season 17, episode 7 and tonight's show is titled Instant Widows. I have three big movie reviews for you which I'm so excited to get into. Um, and of course the news of the week Everything going down in entertainment news Now this is probably going to be a pretty short episode Because I decided to record I had the afternoon to myself Here on a Sunday Which rarely ever happens So instead of trying to find the time You know normally on I put out the show on Mondays And it's it's hard to find the time on a Monday To get it together and put it out for you guys So Sunday, here I am, a day early, and I got some time to myself this afternoon, and I said, you know what, let's knock the show out, and let's get it out early for everybody. Now, last week's show, we actually did on a Tuesday, so um, I was actually a day late, so we got less than a week's worth of news to get through, but I really wanted to get the show done and be able to talk to you guys about three big movie reviews that I got going on. Um, and then of course everything else that's come up in the last you know seven days or so of entertainment news So with all that being said let's jump right into it and let's get this baby started with movie reviews Now if you're just tuning in you've never listened to the show before Our movie reviews here are non-spoilers so you don't have to worry about me giving away anything I basically just give you a general uh, you know, overview of what the movie is about and if you should go see it or not in a grade scale. So I did get to see three. I'm going to start off with The Girl in the Spider's Web. Now, this movie came out last weekend and I wasn't able to see it because I saw The Grinch and I saw Overlord. So three three movies came out. I had one of them had to take the back seat and it happened to be Girl in the Spider's Web. So I did finally get around to seeing it. Um, and I thought it was okay um, It has some really cool moments The story is very bloated And they put in an element into the movie That I was like, this isn't needed There's really no 
reason whatsoever to have the story go this route. You could have completely eliminated it and still basically done the same story. So it became a little far-fetched at points. Um, Now, this is a sequel, sort of, to The Girl with the Dragon Tattoo. This comes from that series. There was three original books, and then they did three foreign films. And then a couple years ago, they did the David Fincher version with Daniel Craig and Rooney Mara, which I really, really loved. That was a great movie. They were trying to make a sequel to it, and the sequel never panned out. So... Director Fede Alvarez comes in and he says, you know, instead of doing the other two sequels, let's jump to the brand new book that just came out a couple years ago, The Girl in the Spider's Web, and we'll kind of fast forward and jump ahead of the story so we can semi-reboot without scrapping everything else. So they did that, and I kind of get where they were coming from trying to do that, but at the same token... Jumping that far ahead of the story when the audience doesn't really know anything but Dragon Tattoo and then expect us to understand who her family is or her relationship with the guy that's playing the Daniel Craig role. Um, There's just so much that we've missed because they skipped over the last two books. Um, So that was a little jarring at times too. Um, Claire Foy as Lisbeth Salander, uh, I thought she did okay. Um... It was alright And if you hear a toilet flush in the background That's not me, that's my daughter So don't worry, I'm not going <laughs> While trying to record a show uh, Thanks a lot, baby girl um, So <coughs> You know um, It's a fun little action movie I did enjoy it When it goes on sale on Voodoo I'll probably buy it on digital At a sale price um, You know, if you have some free time You want to go to a matinee I say check it out um, if you're a big fan of the book series, I don't know if you're going to walk away saying this was incredible. Um, so, it, you know, it was good. It just was nothing more. It was a it was a fun escape for a couple hours, and um, yeah, that's what I got for you on the girl in the spider's web. So, out of the five star scale, I would give that three out of five. So let's jump into two of our big releases of this weekend. Um, and I already warned you all last week that that if you're waiting for a review for Fantastic Beast: The Crimes of Grindelwald, I don't have it here for you. I know that's the big release of the weekend. It is the number one movie in the world. Yes, I get it. There's a lot of Potterheads out there. I am not one, and unlike a lot of other reviewers that just go and watch every movie because they have to. I pick and choose. I see the movies I do want to see <laughs> and that I can review on the show here. So I do not have a review for Fantastic Beast: The Crimes of Grindelwald. Um, our boy Friggins, who's a great listener to the show, um, he went and saw it and he was not thrilled. I believe he gave it a two out of five. Um, and then one of our other good friends of the show, Peeps, saw it and I think he really liked it, so he gave it a, a four out of five, I believe. So. It seems to be divisive I think most critics from what I see Tend to lean on the friggin side I've seen a lot of negative reviews surrounding it It's Rotten Tomatoes isn't all that great um, But I think diehard Harry Potter fans just kind of get blinded By that um, And they just are like Ooh it's a Harry Potter film I loved it And um, so that's that But I'm not going to harp on that one because I did not see it um, what I did see, and these are my next two reviews, are Widows and Instant Family. So I'm going to start with Widows. This is the big one that's directed by Steve McQueen, um, who did 12 Years a Slave a couple years ago, won the Oscar. 
Um, this is a movie that is star studded. You've seen the trailers. You see, it's got uh, Liam Neeson and it's got uh, John Bernthal, the Punisher himself, and a couple other people, and then their wives, right? So they're hitmen and they're they're thieves, and they go around, they rob people, and they make a lot of money. And they, this is no spoiler because it's in the trailer. They die in the beginning of the movie, and um, they stole some money from some very bad people. And they want their money back So it's up to the widows The wives and the girlfriends of these guys That died to go out and get that money back So you have Viola Davis um, Who was with Liam Neeson In the movie You have Elizabeth Debicki who was with um, John Bernthal in the movie uh, You have Michelle Rodriguez um, And then there's uh, Carrie Coon is in this movie as well too Which I did not even know She was the wife of one of the other um, people So um, and then you also have Cynthia Erivo in the movie Who is actually not a widow of one of the guys She's somebody that just gets recruited into the crew a little bit later on to be the driver um, The cast here is fantastic All the girls are phenomenal in this movie I thought, of course you can always always count on Viola Davis But then you have, like I said, Elizabeth Debicki um, Cynthia Erivo, who is just so good She was a scene stealer in Bad Times at the El Royale a couple months ago um, Michelle Rodriguez who was really really good in it You know they were all awesome And then you have like I said Liam Neeson a little bit in the beginning You have Colin Farrell in there being really Sleazy and kind of a politician um, The cast is so Damn big Brian Tyree Henry who is an up and comer He's fantastic He's um, running against Colin Farrell To um, you know in the, in the Runnings and his brother is um, Daniel Kalua from Get Out And Daniel Kalua is really creepy and crazy in this movie The cast I could go on and on and on about Like I said, the acting, the storytelling, the directing was fantastic um, I really, really dug this movie I was only so-so about it going into it And when I walked out of the theater on Friday night I was so glad I went and saw it Big thumbs up for this movie I can't recommend it enough Go see Widows I think you'll have a great time um, with it It's got some twists and turns I love the way it, it played out And I really really dug it So I gave Widows 4 out of 5 stars And then my third and final review here is Instant Family This is a new comedy with Mark Wahlberg and Rose Byrne They are a married couple who don't have any children and they decide to look into fostering Now this is based on a true story And they're trying to foster a little kid And they end up deciding to foster a teenager This girl Lizzie and, um, But here's the twist Lizzie actually has a younger brother and sister And the foster system does not like to separate siblings So they end up being forced to foster all three kids Which they do and of course you've seen the trailer You know you have the highs and you have the lows um, Of trying to bond with these kids that aren't yours And then all the twists and turns too as well From the courts to you know parents fighting for custody And everything else that's involved I will say this I was floored by this movie I had an emotional connection to this movie like none other um, this movie made me cry probably four or five times throughout it I was like, oh my god um, It's emotional, it's heartwarming, it's charming 
Um, it hits on so many levels. It's funny. It's heartfelt. It's gripping. The family dynamic. The way the kids feel. The way the parents feel. The way the families feel. I was just looking to go into this for a good laugh. And I came out just feeling... I don't. I can't even put words to it, man. I'm thinking back to walking out of the theater. I just saw this last night, and walking out of the theater and just feeling like, oh my god, I loved that movie. Loved the movie. Um, what I loved about it too is it doesn't take the comedy aspects and make them really over the top cheesy or just just so extreme to where you're like, okay, that's far fetched. Everything worked in this movie From the other parents And the other couples trying to foster To the ups and downs The children were fantastic The cast again was fantastic I loved Mark Wahlberg with Rose Byrne They're both great And they make sense as a couple in this movie I cannot preach how awesome this movie is Um... You might think I'm crazy, but I gave this one 5 out of 5 stars If you've been a long time listener to this show You understand that my star scale And the way I rate movies is based on What did the movie provide for me As a audience member Did it give me everything I wanted going into it And then you rate the movie, right? 1. It sucks Two, it's okay Three, it's good Four, it's awesome Five, it's amazing And it gave me everything I wanted And I w- if I could go back and make any changes I probably wouldn't And when I came out of this theater That's how I felt The movie, for what it set out to do Accomplished everything it meant to do It hit me on every Level. It made me laugh, it made me cry, it made me smile, it made me frustrated It hit me on every single level And that's what a movie's supposed to do And that's exactly what Instant Family did for me My wife loved it, I took my daughter, my daughter loved it um, It's a great movie for the whole family It's a great movie for couples, it's a great movie for families It's a great movie for everyone I cannot recommend this enough It's one of my favorite movies of the year And it's just a silly little comedy But it's told from such a positive Heartwarming spot And it works It works tremendously So Instant Family 5 out of 5 for me So what a weekend Going into the movies It got better and better I started with a 3 star movie With Girl in the Spider's Web Went to a 4 star movie with Widows And ended the weekend on a 5 star movie With Instant Family How incredible is that It doesn't happen very often that you can go 3, 4, 5 Like that And uh, yeah Very very pleased with the movies I saw in the last couple days And it only got better from there Woo! So there you go man Those are the movie reviews of the week Let's get on into The news of the week and everything that's come out In the last couple days <clears throat> We had some new trailers drop One of the new trailers is for Fighting with my family This, you know, if you've been listening to me also For a long time, you know I'm a big wrestling fan 
And this movie, Fighting With My Family, is actually based on one of the WWE Women's Wrestlers, Paige. Um, her story is phenomenal, and there was a book that was made about it, and The Rock himself actually had the book optioned into a movie, and he produced this movie, had Stephen Merchant write and direct it, and um, it looks really, really good. I'm so pleased with this Fighting With My Family trailer. I was blown away by it. it. It just looks like a really fun movie, and The Rock is in it playing himself, which is always awesome. So check out the trailer for Fighting With My Family. Blumhouse. Blumhouse TV is going to be producing eight feature-length thrillers for Amazon Prime. So that's pretty cool there. Working out a deal. I love when these studios start working out deals with the streaming services. It makes a lot of sense. So Blumhouse doing eight feature-length movies with Amazon. Actor Lance Reddick has just joined the cast of Godzilla vs. Kong. Bosch has been renewed for season six over on Amazon Prime Video. Production on Silicon Valley season six has been delayed, and now we're starting to hear rumors that the next season may be the last for Silicon Valley. So um, the reason for the delay is that the showrunner also does Barry. As well, and they went into production on Barry first, so they have to wait for him to finish that before he could jump into Silicon Valley. But it sounds like they might be wrapping that up here soon, which sucks because I love Silicon Valley and I do not want it to go anywhere. The new TV show Star Wars The Mandalorian, which is coming to the Star Wars Disney Plus streaming service, has just added Gina Carano to the roster. That's a great ad there. I love that. Young Sheldon. The, the uh, Some of the cast is set to appear In a Big Bang Theory crossover episode Yes, so that'll be pretty cool If you watch both shows The main cast has wrapped production On the Avatar sequels So there you go, they are finally done We are actually getting some Avatar sequels I've Got a pretty cool article up Talking about Alien Awakening And for those of you that are like What the hell's Alien Awakening That would have been another sequel Coming in the Alien franchise um, but it never happened And now we got some details revealed For Ridley Scott's uh, Scrapped sequel So check that out if you want to know what would have happened There's a new movie coming out Called Nine Lives That has just started production It's a sci-fi movie And it will star Common and Johnny Lee Miller We have the new poster for Dumbo And on top of that The new trailer dropped So really cool trailer for Dumbo I really really dug it um, and you can check out my reaction for that on Stardust The USA Network is rebooting a re- the reality series Temptation Island And it will be coming out in 2019 There's a new comedy pilot called Peacock Which has just landed Dominic Cooper to produce and star Now I know some people got concerned by this Because he's on the show Preacher And they were like, uh oh, if he's doing another show I don't think it's anything to truly fret about yet um, Because some a lot of people can do multiple shows Especially a show on AMC like Preacher Because they don't shoot very long And it's not a pretty crazy long season So I think he could do that in the other half of his year Where he's not filming Preacher So I wouldn't stress out too much at this point NBC is committed to a TV series called Red Stick Which is from best-selling author Patricia Cornwell Netflix has acquired The Boy Who Harnessed the Wind They'll be adapting that 
Gotham Season 5 is set to premiere on Thursday, January 3rd And it is the final season of Gotham, so get ready for that The Legend of the Dark Knight, so look for that January 3rd George R. R. Martin's Wild Cards is being set for two shows over on Hulu Um, I'm down with it, man, like for sure I love when Hulu does exclusive stuff like this And this Wild Cards, man, seems pretty crazy, so I'm on board. I don't know why it needs two shows, but hey, let's do it. Interrogation. CBS streaming service, All Access, has just greenlit a non-linear true crime series. So that'll be coming soon. Kiersey Clemens is set to star in the Lauren Simmons biopic film. Legendary Pictures is developing Black Hammer, which is a comic series, and they're looking to actually do film and television. On Black Hammer So that is pretty cool there And I know my boy Friggins said that Black Hammer is really tight So that makes me even more excited Hulu's Veronica Mars revival Has just added Clifton Collins Jr. And Isabella Vidovic To the cast Pedro Pascal Has been brought on to lead The Mandalorian Star Wars TV series For Disney Plus Great option here man Pedro Pascal is awesome And him leading uh, Star Wars The Mandalorian Is Awesome in my eyes Army Hammer and Lily James are set To star in the adaptation of Rebecca which will be coming to Netflix Author Lee Child Says that the Jack Reacher franchise Will be rebooted as a TV series and it will no longer Star Tom Cruise Um, If you read into This one a little bit um, He has a valid thing that a lot of fans Have been complaining about which Everybody thinks Tom Cruise did a great job In the two Jack Reacher films I thought he did a really solid job as well too I really liked the first Jack Reacher film Second one's just okay Um, But if you've read the books One of the things about Jack Reacher Is that he is a massive man He stands about 6'5 He's about 300 pounds He's this beast of a dude Like Brock Lesnar style (laughs) Right? And then you get Tom Cruise who's like 5'8 And um, you know 150 pounds soaking wet So people were a little bit perturbed at the casting So Lee Child says that he's heard the the problems He's heard the concerns And they want to do a TV series He says he wants to do it on a streaming service Where they could tell a very long form story And he says that they will cast Based on the true book size of Jack Reacher So um, that sounds awesome I love it Tom did a great job in the movies I think doing a TV series for this is excellent There's a million Jack Reacher books And they could do a lot more over the course of that So keep an eye out for some more news here soon Hopefully we'll find out if it's going to Netflix or Prime or you know Hulu We'll see MTV Spring Break is set to be returning in 2019 We have the new trailer for Wonder Park A new trailer for Dumplin' Which is a Netflix movie with Jennifer Aniston And I told you about that Dumbo trailer So definitely check that out Nicole Kidman's The Undoing Has just added Hugh Grant to the cast Margot Robbie is set to produce Barbed Wire Heart For Warner Brothers Pictures The CW is going to take on The Strange Case of the Alchemist's Daughter So they'll be adapting that Fair and Balanced Alana Eubach is joining Jay Roach's Roger Ailes biopic J.K. Simmons is also joining Hulu's Veronica Mars revival series They are stacking this Veronica Mars Hulu series, man It's pretty awesome Kumal Nanjiani 
is joining Jordan Peele's Twilight Zone reboot So that's awesome, he is great in everything he does, love Kumal So awesome addition there Akiva Goldsman will be adapting Marcus Seiki's Brilliance um, The whole trilogy actually, the Brilliance trilogy He's adapting that Netflix has ordered the adaptation of the sci-fi novel The One Lucy Hale has officially boarded Blumhouse's Fantasy Island movie Human Capital Upcoming movie has just added Maya Hawke, Peter Sarsgaard And Petty Gabriel to the cast Ella J. Bosco Is in negotiations to play The young Cassandra Kane in the Birds of Prey film Apple is partnering With A24 to Debut a slate of original films Netflix has Ordered the animated World War II drama The Liberator to series Designated Survivor has just added Lauren Holly for the Netflix Season 3 Jack Cutmore Scott is set to star in and write a new ABC comedy called What If The Bachelor is set for a January premiere over on ABC The Good Cop has been cancelled over on Netflix after just one season Drunk History and Corporate are getting January return dates over on Comedy Central we got some pretty cool new Aquaman posters that debuted this week. Check them out on our Instagram. Go to Instagram, just follow Am I on the Air. Marvel's Agents of Shield has been renewed for season 7 already over on ABC. This is fantastic news. Season 6 hasn't even come out yet and they're already renewing for season 7, which is just fantastic. I love it. Love Agents of Shield. Can't wait for its return next year. Ezra Miller offers up a brief update on the Flash movie He says, I know it's taking forever I know it seems like a long time But he says, just like Barry Allen in the comic books He arrives late, but he always makes a big impact So, he says it's still happening And they're working on an awesome script So, glad to hear that movement is still going Check out this interesting piece of casting I'm still not sure how I feel about it Um, The CW has cast John Cryer as Lex Luthor on Supergirl John Cryer as Lex Luthor on Supergirl <sighs> Now, I like John Cryer And I like the legacy casting Because he was Lenny Luthor in Superman 4 Quest for Peace So it's come in full circle that he gets to play the Luthor of all Luthers, Lex And John Cryer is bald right now So uh, that works too as well The thing that I guess I'm having a hard time gripping Is that John Cryer always does comedy And he's super funny And I'm finding it hard to see him as The hardcore villain Lex Luthor But you know what? John Cryer is a fantastic actor And I'm sure he's going to pull it off Uh, The CW said he was their first and only pick And they got him So let's see man I'm, I'm stoked I'm a, I'm a little like what at first But I, I'm anxious to see where it goes So John Cryer, Lex Luthor on Supergirl He'll be debuting uh, early next year Chris Pratt has entered negotiations For Paramount's The Saint reboot Remember The Saint with Val Kilmer and Elizabeth Shue? Yeah, they're going to be rebooting that one And Chris Pratt is in talks to take over the Val Kilmer role Connie Britton has just joined the Fox News biopic As Roger Ailes' wife Amazon's The Boys is going to feature A key storyline from the comics Uh, The article's up on our social media If you want to check it out I won't spoil it for anybody who doesn't want to know R.L. Stein's Fear Street adaptations Are still moving forward over on Fox So Fox still looking to adapt The Fear Street series 
DC Universe's Swamp Thing has officially started production It's happening people Noah Hawley's cult crime drama Piety has been picked up over at um, FX The Roger Ailes biopic has also added Elizabeth Rome and Spencer Garrett to the cast Amazon Prime Video Everything coming and going in December Has been released so check that out and see if Something's coming that you're looking forward to Elizabeth Banks is set to develop a Science fair documentary into a movie Eddie Shanker Says that they're developing a Devil May Cry uh, The video game But they're going to be doing it as an animated series So very interesting there um, I would love to see Devil May Cry live action It sucks it's animated but hey At least we're getting some sort of adaptation Pet Cemetery director Mary Lambert is set to helm a frightening mermaid thriller. Ooh. Uh, there will be a Legends of Tomorrow cameo in the upcoming Elseworlds crossover, so they won't be completely left out. Uh, DC Universe, we're going back to them. Now, one of the big things that's getting people to sign up is uh, Young Justice Outsiders. And DC Universe has announced the premiere date Which will be January 4th That's right So right now we only have Titans as a new series Which I am loving I just watched the Jason Todd episode last night It was great to see two Robins running around Um, But next up will be DC Universe's um, Young Justice Outsiders Which will hit the streaming service on January 4th Um, And also like Titans Sorry I was reading the article But also like Titans Young Justice will not hit the service all at once And will be releasing a new episode each week So there you go there On that Um, AGT America's Got Talent has revealed the first 25 acts Returning for the new series spinoff AGT Champions Including Susan Boyle So you can check out the full list On our social media Smilf is set for a January return over on Showtime And you can watch the first season 2 trailer right now Godzilla King of Monsters is complete 6 months before it's released So that's awesome, they should release it early then And stop waiting until May to put this stuff out Hellboy actor David Harbour has just joined Chris Hemsworth In his new Netflix movie DACA So he's uh, just signed up for the cast there and this is a report and keep it under the rumor mill for now But it looks like Bumblebee director Travis Knight Could be Marvel's next choice to direct Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 That's right uh, They are really happy with what he's doing in um, Over on Bumblebee And they think that he will be doing a great job uh, On future projects So that they are now thinking that he might be the perfect fit For Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 I... Think that that could be a really good choice as well So once again It's a rumor, it's not confirmed But right now, keep it in the back of your mind Travis Knight might be directing Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 Netflix has renewed Big Mouth for Season 3 I need to watch this show, man I know a lot of people that watch it And they talk so highly about this damn thing (laughs) And it looks so dumb to me And I've tried to watch a little bit of it I'm sure I'd probably like it Because it sounds like something up my alley But People are loving this thing, man Season 3 already um, Saturday Night Live um, Has just announced that Claire Foy Is set to host in December Like I said, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. has been renewed For Season 7, but you can check out Quake's new look in Season 6 And she looks fantastic, by the way So check that out 
Bodyguard star Richard Madden has confirmed that there are talks already for season 2 over on Netflix And uh, that is all the news Look at that man, look how fast we just blazed through that thing in exactly a half hour Let's talk releases and box office right now Out on DVD and Blu-ray Tuesday is going to be Crazy Rich Asians and Kin In theaters this week Actually in theaters Wednesday Things are opening up early because of Thanksgiving And of course nobody wants to open a movie on Black Friday So everything's opening on Wednesday But we got uh, several new movies coming out We got of course Wreck-It Ralph 2 Ralph Breaks the Internet Creed 2 Robin Hood Second Act And Green Book So look at that Uh, Five movies coming out this week Now I... Will definitely be seeing Ralph Breaks the Internet with my daughter We're so excited to see Wreck-It Ralph 2 She is a big fan of the first movie And so am I Wreck-It Ralph is probably my favorite Disney movie So I can't wait to see the sequel Creed 2 I am so over the moon stoked to go see this week uh, That is my go-to this week for sure Robin Hood If I get around to it, I get around to it uh, Second Act is something I'll see When it comes out on Netflix And I'm not sold on Green Book So um, yeah, so that's where I am on those uh, But yeah, next show Hopefully we'll be able to talk Creed 2 And uh, Wreck-It Ralph 2 Let's talk box office Coming in number 10 is Burn the Stage The movie, which made 2.3 mil Number 9 is The Girl in the Spider's Web With 2.5 million Number 8 is Overlord with 3.8 mil Number 7 is A Star is Born With 4.3 Number 6 is The Nutcracker in the Four Realms With 4.7 Coming in number 5 is Widows with 12.3 A little bummed at the debuts here Widows only coming in number 5 I thought it would do way better The movie was sold out when I went to see it 12.3 mil Number 4 is Instant Family with 14.7 So a little bummed that that only made 14.72 Because once again this was also pretty packed When we went to go see it last night And it's fantastic like I said 5 out of 5 So go support Instant Family Um Number four. Number three is Bohemian Rhapsody with 15.7. Number two is The Grinch with 38.1. And number one, like we said, Fantastic Beast, The Crimes of Grindelwald. It did not make as much money as the first Fantastic Beast movie, but it still did pretty good. 62.2 mil. Uh, the first Fantastic Beast movie made 73, I believe. So this one making a little more than 10 million less. It did do really well internationally But it did dip here domestically So there you go That is your weekend box office top 10 And that is your show My friends I'm going to shout out Stardust here real quick If you're not following me on Stardust What are you waiting for? I don't know Um, You need to check out Stardust It's where you go, download it on your Phone, on your tablet, whatever And you can watch 30 second Mini reviews Video reviews I do reviews on there for TV For movies, for trailers It's worth it, check it out Stardust, follow me simply at Don Mega, D-O-N-M-E-G-A And I will follow you back Um, Our webpage is of course Amiontheair.com So www.amiontheair.com And bookmark that right there For our official webpage We are on Facebook, so please like our page At facebook.com slash amiontheair we're on Twitter, so follow us at simply Am I on the Air. You can follow me directly on Twitter at DXDonMega. We are available on iTunes, so if Apple's your thing, go ahead and download, rate, and subscribe to our Apple's iTunes feed. 
If that's not your thing We're available on Spotify We're available on iHeartRadio We're available on Google Podcasts Google Play Music Stitcher, Spreaker, TuneIn We are on all the major podcast forms For sure And of course Instagram So follow us on Instagram Like I said at Am I on the Air And our great affiliates Over at RedDragonsRadio.com Red Dragons Radio is a hub That plays multiple podcasts And our show is always on demand there So check out our show on Red Dragons Radio And see what else you like Over on the podcast network You can follow them on Twitter At Red Dragons Radio as well Thank you everybody for tuning in on this Sunday, November the 18th Thank you for getting through the week's worth of news with me Three big movie reviews I hope you all go out and enjoy some cinema And um, yeah, that'll do it for me man Have a great week Take care of yourselves and each other Have an awesome Thanksgiving by the way Because I won't talk to you to after then So have a great Thanksgiving with your friends and family Celebrate, give thanks Have a safe Black Friday Have a safe shopping weekend And until next time y'all Peace. Bye, everybody. Red Dragons. Red Dragons.